Hello and welcome to another episode with Diakri, the three keys with Diakri. And today we have Calvin in the house. Calvin, tell us about yourself. Well, I am uh, I'm the president of MyEasy Software Inc. And I've been developing custom software solutions for over 30 years. Um, I've created over 3,000 applications and I've done a lot a range of different solutions you know from one end of the spectrum I've done uh, visual designers and other tools for programmers and then on the other end of the spectrum I've uh, developed uh, tools for day traders to help them invest in the stock market and I've, I've also written tools for marketers um, so you know with custom software you just kind of do whatever people ask so uh, the most widely distributed program I've written is the Avery Wizard, which was uh, created for Avery, the label company. And it distributed over 40 million copies the first month it was released. Wow. And it was uh, also translated into 25 different languages. So, but with all the software programs I've written, I feel my greatest accomplishment are the ones that my wife uses. <laughs> Which ones are those? Uh, that's uh, GMEX Pro and uh, GoSiteSearch.com, which we'll talk about later. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's because if it's easy enough for my wife to use, then it's really easy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, my wife and I, uh, we have seven children, four grandchildren, and we're expecting two more grandchildren in the next three months. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing uh, story, Calvin. So no, tell me, how did you get started into the software development world? Oh, well, that, that's a great question. And I love telling this story because it, I just, I have to laugh every time. I mean, it's just, it's really funny. Um, so I, w I was working this job uh, for my school district and um, I worked two hours a night during the school year and as uh, summer came around, I worked full time and I just graduated from high school and my boss said, I want you to make it so that I can push one button on the computer and it will print out this report. And I said, well, the database program we're using won't do that. And I, I, I'm sorry. And he said, I know the computer has the capability of doing it, and you've got two weeks to figure it out. <laughs> and then he went to Washington, D.C. for a conference that took two yeah. weeks. <laughs> so as you could tell, he really didn't have anything for me to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, I was nervous because I didn't know what, what am I going to do? So I called up a friend and I said, Hey, I told him what the problem was. And he, and he was taking a class at the local um, technical college. He came over, visited me and he just flooded my mind with ideas. I mean, it was just amazing, but it overwhelmed me really. And, and, but at the same time, it got me really excited. And then he says, okay, take this book, go through the book and learn how to program and it was apple basic for and i was programming for the apple II. um and so so this is right way back at the beginning of the personal computers 
So I went through that book and then I became a programmer. I was able to do the job that my boss needed me to do. Mm. And I also made it so that I could train a novice how to do my job in five minutes. And they were able to do it. What I had, my major job was in five minutes as well. And uh, then when I, my freshman year of college, I, I challenged their two basic programming classes. And challenge meaning I just said, can I just take the final exam without taking the class? Mm-hmm. And I passed those and was hired as a computer lab assistant. And from then on, I've been a programmer. Wow. That's amazing. That's an amazing story. It's amazing how when people come into our lives and they challenge us and we take on that challenge and we just instantly change our lives. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really has changed my life and, Mm -hmm. and, and I've been a self-taught programmer since, I mean, I did get a degree, but I did not uh, go into programming. I actually went into a different field with the idea that I would still go into programming and so, and that's, that's been the case. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So tell us what three things would you advise people who are wanting to start uh, in the entrepreneurship world? Well, if I could just kind of change that a little bit okay. and, and, and I realize you have your three things, but I'd like to share five aha moments. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, an aha, meaning, you know, that time where it's like, aha, oh, I get it. You know, yeah. just a wonderful experience or epiphany as they're often called, um, where you, you learn something that really makes a difference in your life. Okay. So the first one, uh, it happened when I was 14 years old. And my parents were poor, so I qualified to work in a government program that allowed youth ages 14 to 18 to get a minimum wage job with uh, different government organizations. And I worked at my local elementary school to vacuum a large area. Now, when I was hired, I was told that this job was a two-hour job. Hmm. Once I developed a system for doing the job, I found that it didn't take me two hours, but that meant my pay went down because I was clocking in for less time. That's right. So I went to my boss and I said, you said this was a two hour job. What if I can do the job in less time? Can I still get paid for doing two hours of work? Hmm. And he said, as long as the job is done up to standard, then I could record two hours. Aha. (laughs) I just found a way to increase my rate of pay by simply becoming more efficient. And and of course, I I learned that not all jobs work that way. Mm -hmm. So so the concept has to be for the right employer. But as a programmer, I can I can leverage my ability to by making a job more efficient. And that's, that, that applies to anything though. You know, if you can have something where you can become more efficient at it, then you can increase your rate of pay. So that's the first one. Mm-hmm. Now the second one uh, is related, but it came after several years of programming. And it's one of those things that takes reminding. 
Because with the first aha, you learn, I learned to use my mind in what I call critical thinking to become more efficient. The second aha involves critical thinking to eliminate mm -hmm. what is unnecessary. Yeah. And now eliminating may not mean complete elimination, but changing from something you do to something that either someone else does or automating so you can eliminate your having to do something that you used to be able to do. Mm. So a, a good example of this to illustrate is paying bills. Years ago, the process for paying the bills meant writing checks by hand, mm -hmm. placing the checks in the envelope provided by the billing company, adding a postage stamp to the envelope and mailing the bill. And sometimes we even hand delivered the bills to save on postage. Gas actually cost less back then than postage. <laughs> uh, all of that took time. So I kept finding ways to make the process more efficient. And I automated the printing of checks and the printing of the labels. And I kept refining the process until now I rarely write a check. Most of my pills, bills are paid automatically by using an automated bill paying service. Hmm. Now the job is not eliminated, but the time for me is mostly eliminated. And I didn't automate the entire process myself, but I used the processes of others that they'd put into place in order to elim eliminate my work. So anyway, the process of eliminating. So finding some way of eliminating. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the third aha. Mm -hmm. um, not long ago, I was approached by a friend from college uh, he asked me if I would be willing to do some custom programming for his clients at the rate of uh, $200 per hour. And since I was making between $100 and $150 per hour, it seemed very attractive to me. Yeah. So I accepted. It didn't take long for me to learn that I hated it. The programming was completely different from anything I had done before. The clientele was difficult to work with, and there were a host of other problems. I ended up quitting. That experience taught me that enjoying the kind of work is more important than the rate of pay. Of course, there will always be parts of any kind of work that you do that you're not going to enjoy. But if you enjoy the bulk of the work, mm -hmm. then work becomes fun and the quality of life is very, very important. So, wow. so that's, yeah. that's number three. That's really cool. That's really cool. Now for number four. Yeah. Uh, with most of my work, I get paid for my time. I'm contracted to do a job. I do the job, then I get paid. The programs I create usually just work and I may never hear from the customer again, uh, unless they want some changes. Mm -hmm. Um, well, with one customer who actually sold the program that I wrote to other customers, he wanted me to offer support to his customers. Uh, sending an invoice for each time I help someone became a pain for both me and him. Mm -hmm. So I suggested that he just pay me 
a monthly fee of $250 to cover all support costs. Yeah. And that would eliminate, you know, there we go again, eliminate a lot of work for both, both of us. All of a sudden, I had residual income. Money that came in regularly, whether I helped someone or not. <laughs> it was very nice. Yeah. I wanted more. And uh, so, I mean, that, that's a huge aha, to be able to work to the point where you have residual income coming in. All right, so the, the last aha, and this is the biggest one of all. Um, I've just given four of my aha moments. Yeah. Other people, experts, will tell of their aha moments. Mm -hmm. And it won't do anyone a bit of good until they actually do the same thing. That was a huge aha for me. Because until you've actually done it, it it's someone else's aha. But once you've done it, then you own it and it's yours. You see what I'm saying? That's powerful stuff right there. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I mean, because all of the things that I, I've just mentioned today, I had heard other people talk about it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. But until I did it myself, I mean, the residual income, I mean, I knew about that. Yeah. But, but until I actually did it, it wasn't mine. Mm -hmm. So, so that is my fifth aha moment and the most important one is that take these aha moments or any other aha moments, make them yours, do it, go out and do it. Mm. Wow, Calvin, you're giving us so much wisdom today. It's insane. I'm, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm blown away today. This is, amazing. Oh. yeah. Well, well, good, good, good. I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that uh, you asked me to do this because, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, when someone asks you to teach, you, you start reviewing and you realize, wow, I need to do more of the same thing, you know, because when, when you actually take the time to teach someone, mm -hmm. it's the same thing. You, you then own it even more. I mean, it's not, it's more than you just doing it. You're teaching, you have to own it enough to share it with somebody else. And that's, that's part of it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. huge. That's what most people forget, actually. It's actually, the more you grow and learn something and teach, the more happier you are. That's what I've been yeah. learning these days. Um, so let's just recap your five ahas. Okay. So the first one was be more efficient, right? Right. Work right. less and increase pay. Correct. And the second one was eliminate what's unnecessary, you know. Right. Um, anyway, eliminating the process that's very tedious that you don't want to do. Uh, the third one was enjoy the work. Yeah, I would call it the quality of life. The quality yeah. of life. Perfect. Yeah. And yeah. then the fourth one is residual income. And the fifth one is just do it. Just do right. it. Go out and do it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Make it your own mm -hmm. by doing it. Yeah. Just awesome. That's awesome. So tell me, tell me more of how people can be more efficient. 
Well, um, that is a very good question. Yeah. And, and um, now since I'm a programmer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I do it. Okay. And, 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 and this isn't a, going to be applicable for everyone. Uh, because you know, if you're not a programmer, but I, but then I can tell you how it, the same thing can apply to someone else. When, when I do something, um, and I find that I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again, I just stop and think, is there a better way? Is there a better way to do this? Mm. And, um, now with the one, I, I mean, in the past, I would just jump to how I could make it more efficient. But uh, now I have to think back and say, is it necessary? So that's always a, another question. Is it necessary? Mm -hmm. If it's necessary, then you want to find a way to do it either more efficiently or to eliminate it from your plate, meaning finding some way of having someone else do it. Okay, like the bill paying. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, one of the tasks I have with programming, I, I mean, with 3,000 different applications, it's hard to remember everything, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, and someone will call me up and say, oh, we want to make some changes. Um, what's the name of the program? You know, sometimes people just say, <laughs> they want me to make changes. I don't even know what program we're talking about. What was the name of the program? <laughs> so, so then there are all these different locations of where I need to go to make changes in order to make the whole system work. Because mm -hmm. uh, today's software, I mean, it used to be this one software program was uh, create an application, they run the application and that's, that's it. Mm -hmm. Well, now it's not just the application, but usually there's a website that's associated with it and there might be a mobile app that's associated with it. And there's another thing. So there's all these different places Mm -hmm. that all need to be affected and change it um, in order to make the whole system work. Yeah. So um, with, with that in mind, I, I thought, you know, there's got to be a way for me to put this all together a lot better. Mm -hmm. And so just recently, as in like yesterday and the day before, <laughs> I, I actually – wrote a note, new program yeah. to automate this process. And, and I call it my build checklist um, because there's, there's a, a long list of things I need to do. Mm -hmm. and, and it's done in such a way so that I can just do one step at a time. But some of the things do several steps behind and then and I do it. So the same thing can apply for anyone though. If there's certain things they're doing over and over again, mm -hmm. and um, how, look at how they're doing it, write on the steps, and how could it be done easier? For one thing, if it's something that requires a lot of thought, create a checklist. That's that I think checklists are wonderful things mm -hmm. because they remind you of different things to make sure you're doing all those different steps. That's right. And, and then uh, look at if, is there a way, like I said, if to eliminate some of that uh, by finding 
uh, is someone else that will do it mm -hmm. or is there a way to automate it? Are there tools already out there that will automate it? If not, is there someone like Calvin <laughs> that can automate it for you? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because, uh, uh, I mean, that's that's what I do. I I just uh, did a job for my son, mm -hmm. and um, or at least the company that he is contracted with. He does sales, mm -hmm. and so he does sales for this company. And they wanted to uh, automate some of the processes. So I created a website for them to automate the processing. It's it's actually for uh, uh, trash service, and this company is growing in leaps and bounds because their competitors are increasing the amount that costs for the service. So I created this website for him. Well, that's created new work for him because they, the company now wants him to take that data and also email them, email everybody who signed up on this new uh, service mm -hmm. and uh, send uh, their new start date, um, when they're going to be started and their pickup date for their trash service. Yeah. Well, uh, he said, dad, look at this, look at all the steps that I have to do. Can you believe this? <laughs> because he's working with these other programs. That's right. And, and he, so he says, I have to down this list list and then I have to down this list and then I have to merge them together and I can do that in Excel. I can copy these columns and this columns and then put it together. And then I can, uh, then I have to create a merge in word to merge the information. And then I can send out these emails. Hmm. And so as he went through the steps, it took him two hours to show yeah. me the yeah. process. Yeah. Says, is there any way we can automate this? And I said, yeah. <laughs> said so I mean it's very easy you just download one of those files we already have the other files yeah and click on a button it merges them together and and you can either have it all done in one button or you can have several buttons where you do have another button and it sends the emails you said well I kind of want to look at it first and I said okay fine we look at it display it on the screen and you can make changes if you want and then click the button to send it and it yeah. emails them all. And he said, Oh yeah. How much would that cost? <laughs> <laughs> I told him the, the price and he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to want to do that. <laughs> so, I mean, but it, but he has to work into the system and he and and he and he's found a way to try to make it simpler mm. uh, for him, and then he has to decide: does he want it so simple, and is he willing to pay the price yeah. to just have it one button, or does he want to do some things to automate it himself? You know, so th so there are def different options. One program that's out there that's made for automating. Mm -hmm. um, oh. Now, what's the name of it? It starts with a Z. Is it, is that, is that yeah, that's it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so they do a lot of the, the things that I do. Yeah. 
Um, but that, but theirs have to kind of fit into their, um, you, you might say they, they, they have their pegs. Mm -hmm. And so they, it has to fit in the pegs or, or it's not going to work. That's right. Where, whereas with mine, I have a lot more flexibility. Mm -hmm. Um, like with my program, I have to upload my programs to the server. Well, that's that's a whole process that you're not going to get a lot of places to automate because they don't want to have that risk. Mm. So anyway, but anyway, does that answer your question? Yeah, that's that's really good. That's really good. Basically, if anybody's listening, just make a checklist and see what you can eliminate or if there's software out there that can automate everything and that will save you hours and hours. And, right. Right. And uh so the second one was eliminate unnecessary work. And that's basically the same thing as being more efficient. Uh, so tell me, tell me more about quality of life. Because I know there's a lot of people out there who maybe have jobs or have companies who that they're not enjoying anymore. Like, uh, what do you think they should do? Like, what kind of advice would you give them? Well, that, that, that is, that is a very good question. Yeah. Uh, and, and the wonderful thing is we all enjoy different things. Um, I work with some, uh, individuals that got their degrees in computer science and yet they don't love programming mm. like I do. And, and so they got out of it as soon as they could. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and I find that very very interesting. Well, why did you go into it in the first place? Well, that someone could ask me the same question. Why did you get your degree in human resource development when you haven't spent one hour in human resource development other than as an entrepreneur? <laughs> um, well, yeah. So we all have different things that we enjoy, hmm. and um, I think it's important you know, to teach our children to learn a lot of things while they're young, because then they will expose themselves to things. And because once they find that there's something they particularly enjoy, sometimes it's because they're good at something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just that they have an enjoyment or a, a, an affinity for something. That's and, right. and, and that, that is what makes us all unique. You know, if we all like the same things, we'd be very boring, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but that's what makes the economy work. That's what, you know, so go after those things that uh, you enjoy because that is something that God has blessed you with. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so, so you have a responsibility to magnify your gifts and if you don't, then you're, 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 you're actually, it's kind of like you're hiding the gift that you've been given. Mm. And so, um, so it's, that's taking it on a different spiritual level, yeah. but, but it also means you'll enjoy life a lot more that's uh, right. just by doing what you enjoy. So discovering what that is, is a part of it, but, um, but then finding out how to do it profitably because just because you enjoy something uh, doesn't give you the automatic answer for how you can make it uh, profitable mm. in a business. Yeah. Um, I mean, with programming, it's kind of obvious, 
you know, um, but uh, I really enjoy doing custom software, mm -hmm. but it's a hard business. I'll tell you that <laughs> because income goes up, income goes down, yeah. <laughs> you know, as soon as you finish your job, you're out of work, yeah. you have to go get another job. Yeah. And so, so that's why I'm trying to make more of my income residual. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm very happy to say that I just discovered that a third of my income for this year was residual income, which, which is wonderful. Wow. I, you know, I, I want to get to the point where, uh, you know, 90% of my income is residual. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, so, um, finding, I, I mean, I, I love the story of this individual. And I, I don't know the person myself, but I just heard, um, Russell Brunson tell this story of a person who uh, learned to jump and he learned how to jump really well. You mean jump high, you know? So, so if you want to uh, slam the basketball, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and he got so good at it that he started teaching other people and he turned it into a business. Hmm. Now uh, I, I thought, that's got to be one of the most bizarre things I've ever heard of someone teaching. But you think about it, if someone wants to know that, then what better uh, thing, uh, you know, what better person to go to than someone who's done it and has done it successfully. That's right. That's so, right. so if people will just think of what it is they enjoy doing and how they can get that message out to others, then, you know, that critical thinking, they're going to find a way to do it profitably. And, and sometimes they just have to start moving in that direction and the way will come clear once they start moving. That reminds me of another story uh, Russell Brunson told about the, the guy who has a huge passion for tracking the Bigfoot. <laughs> not oh sure. really <laughs> i haven't heard this story <laughs> not sure if you heard that one but this guy has a huge passion of tracking bigfoot that he has tours of people come with him to track bigfoot really he's making millions <laughs> millions of dollars right now just tracking bigfoot <laughs> so that will go to show you that no matter what you enjoy somebody's yeah. out there and they're willing to yeah. pay for it right? exactly Exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's just finding, finding those crowds and yeah. knowing how to put that in front of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, that's great. That's great. So the one requirement for people to be on the show is that they have to give something free away. What do you have for us today, Calvin? Well, I uh, created a program just recently. <laughs> For this very purpose, um, I mean, let me just give you the backstory of why I created this. Um, uh, it's it's called GhostSiteSearch.com, and um, one of the challenges I've had is that, of course, Google has is wonderful, mm -hmm. and it has just eliminated a lot of work by being able to just go search for something and you have access to just about anything. 
you know, with on the internet. Yeah. But because it is so wonderful, we get inundated with things that are out there and some of the information that's out there is not uh is not good information <laughs> there's a lot of garbage as well as the good information that's right and once you've uh with any industry you find that once you start searching you you learn which sites are good and which are not um and so i created this tool so that i can narrow down my searches so that i can search just specifically on a site now it's nothing more than uh advanced search capabilities which google also makes available but google's advanced search is not very easy to use i mean advanced means you have to be advanced just to use it <laughs> So I created this very simple site, which uses Google to do the searching and where you enter the site that you're going to search. So let me just give you a, for example, if you go to uh, gositesearch.com okay. and um, let's say you want to search. Um, well, let's see, I have, I have an, a, an example because I, I, this is the kind of thing that I have to do all the time. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, um, and I wrote it down and I don't see it right here. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just give you an example. Let's just say that you want to search for, um, a, um, a trailer of a movie. Okay. Now this may not be the best example because searching for a trailer, usually it goes to YouTube and you <laughs> get there, but if you're searching for a name of a movie, but also might be found with a variety of other sites, mm -hmm. this is where it may be applicable. So if you go enter the site, youtube.com okay. for the site, and then you put in your keywords for say the name of the movie, mm -hmm. click on search, then it will only bring up results uh, that are found on that site like YouTube. Uh, now you'll still have some ads. Um, you know, Google still has to be Google. Yeah. Um, but it will focus it directly on that site. And so for programming, there are certain sites that I go to that have the best information. And yet when I just do a Google search, they might be way down the list. They might even be on a separate page. So if I could put in that site, and then put in my keywords, it'll go just to that site. And then usually what I'm looking for is the top item. Um, this, this especially works well for uh, organizations that have horrible search engines. And, um, and, and yet the information is logged with Google. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, I have some sites that I go to that, uh, that have horrible search engines and I, and, and this is where it, it becomes very, very useful. And that's why I say my wife uses it. My friends use it. <laughs> we can find, usually find things faster that way than we can with a link. 
<laughs> because we can type in those a lot faster than we can get in this long link if it's a long link. <laughs> oh, wow. That's really cool. That's, that saves a lot of time, especially for big websites like Amazon or something. Right. Where you usually type something and it brings you something else. So that's really handy to have. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if, if anybody's listening, the link will be in the show notes and you'll be able to get them and you'll be able to see the site search that Calvin created for us. So Calvin, tell us, uh, what three advices would you give yourself five years from now, for example? Like, say, imagine yourself five years from now. What kind of example would you give yourself today? What kind of advice would you give yourself today that uh, might help you right now, but in the future? Does that make sense? Right. Right. Well, that's a a very good question. And um, I think the first thing I would say is keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're closer than you realize. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Closer than you realize. And, um, and, and, Don't, don't, don't get so uh, anxious about what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the way will become clear as mm-hmm. you move forward. Yeah. So, so those are two things. Well, those are two last things. One, last one. Um, uh, and, and, Keep doing the things that you're already doing that you know are successful. Mm. Powerful, powerful stuff. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Calvin. Thank you for coming on this show. Thank you for sharing your five ahas and your freebie and so much wisdom you've given us today. Any last words, any last advice for us? Well, yes. Okay. Uh, There's just one thing. Um, and (laughs) every time you create a goal, Mm -hmm. obstacles will come up to try to prevent you from getting there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just the nature of, um, progress, you know, and you have to overcome those obstacles. Just remember that business is nothing more than people overcoming other people's obstacles Hmm. wow so that's that's my parting words wow that just blew me away people overcoming other people's obstacles is that right yes wow wow thank you so much Calvin. thank you so much for coming Thank you. Yeah. This, this has been a pleasure. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I really had lots of fun today. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Right. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. Well, if anybody's listening, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, go to the show notes, grab those links that uh, Calvin is going to give us and use that tool and send him some feedback if you can and tell him what he can improve on or 
what you would like to see and then uh, he will really much appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, Calvin. And uh, oh, thank you. We'll see you around. Okay. And All right. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Bye.